Hey, Brady. Hey, cat. So I've got a question. Why do you like horrible anime? I don't like horrible. Well, it... my taste is complicated. What was that? Why do people love my on? Taste... <laughs> Why do people <sighs> love on hating horrible? Why do people love hating controversial anime? Well, let me explain, Brady. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Let Me Explain. I'm Cat. And I'm Brady. <laughs> and today, well, let me give you a little bit of context. So normally, normally me and Brady share a uh, share a Google Doc. And when we're writing notes down for an episode, we have the Google Doc open so both of us can see. This week, Brady doesn't have the Google Doc. I'm the only one that has a Google Doc. And oh. I just learned what this episode's about. And to be completely honest, I kind of deserve it, but at the same time, I don't deserve it at all. Uh, well, you deserve it. You probably don't deserve it to this extent, because when I do things, I go all out. <laughs> so what are we doing? So... This week, the topic is why people like hitting on controversial anime. So, today I want to hit on a few, a few points. The first point I want to talk about is an anime that, was, that has a great premise, but ends up, letting every, ends up letting a lot of the viewers down and, and, and becomes controversial in that way. It still has a decent fan base, but also it kind of critically is shit. Another one would be the hype train. Having so much hype inside of it and having so many people that have that are part of this fan base that came from the manga, the manhwa, things like that, which by the way, if you don't know what a manhwa is, it is a it is a Korean manga, then the people who are adapting the manga, they kind of uh, mess up somewhere. Then you also have the the controversial scene so, like, where a, an anime will start off with a really crazy, controversial, like, really jarring scene and kind of divert, kind of divide the fan base because of that one scene. Of course, the people who love the manga probably won't be ostracized, probably won't be, uh, probably won't go away from not liking the anime because they've already seen it in the manga. But the people who were who were anticipating this anime because they're either seasonal watchers or they think it looks interesting, they kind of just, it just kind of divides everyone inside of it. Then we're also going to talk about the shows with a controversial premise. Those that talk about like really promiscuous uh, subjects, things that kind of feel a little bit eerie. In theory. Uh, poet didn't, didn't even know it. Um, then we're... <laughs> Then we're going to talk about... You are a writer. Uh, that is very true. Then we're also going to talk about the controversial anime that is critically horrible, 
but is also loved by fans. And then lastly, we're going to talk about shows that should not have fans. Now, if you're listening to Cat explain all of this and you're thinking, oh, why is Brady so kind of like distraught and upset? And um, I'm acting the way I am. Well, if you listen to our uh, Mal Curve episode, then you might have heard a conversation between me and Kat along the lines of, I like to contribute to the Mal Curve. In other words, I like a lot of really trashy shows, one of which being Short Art Online. And Kat has uh, inside knowledge of some other shows that I like that... um maybe fall into some of his categories he'd like to talk about. So, I don't know what they are. I tried to prepare, and I'm actually a little bit terrified for how this is going to go. <laughs> um, so, here's the thing. Now, if you, if you break down all of my descriptions for the shows that I have lined up, you may think, oh, aren't all of those sort on online? No, no, they are not. <laughs> nope, I can name I can name another one right off the bat, which is a uh, Goblin Slayer. I know that one. That one has to be in here with that description. <laughs> which, again, for the record, I really enjoyed. Yeah, yeah, I know. And then we also have to talk about another. We also have to talk about a show that has that is. Very well received in the beginning, but after all of the viewers really critically analyze what they've just watched, they kind of get soured by the premise. Again, you may think this is sort on online, but it is not. Hmm. No, I know that one too. All right, I I I've already tried to defend <laughs> this one in other places. I'm just gonna check yeah. that one out. But... <laughs> We'll get to that when we get to that. I'm glad that you already know that which one that one is. Oh, I'm not winning that debate at all. Oh, no, no, you're not. Not at all. Uh, <laughs> oh. Still like it, though. Oh, don't get me wrong. I can, I can enjoy it. I can enjoy it. <laughs> that is to say, it is very weird watching it. No, that's understandable. Moving on, because this is all borderline spoilers and really, really bad shonen, uh, Forecasting. Yep. Forecasting? Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Uh, now, well, technically foreboding for you. But, anyway. <laughs> uh, Thanks. What we're going to be talking about first is, of course, Sword Online. Now. Yep. Here we go. Now, if anyone doesn't know about Sword Online, first of all, where were you in, uh, in 2012? In the summer of 2012. But second of all, Sword Online is a show that kind of revolution that kind of started the huge isekai boom of the from the 2010s until now. The whole premise of Sword Art Online was that there was a virtual reality game. It was kind of like uh, Ready Player One's whole full body uh, VR system type of thing. If you've read Ready Player One but aren't into manga, aren't into like Japanese media. Uh, if you aren't into Ready Player One and you don't know Sword Art Online, this is probably going to be confusing. Just just watch Sword Art Online. It's it's in a bunch of places. You'll you'll be able to find it, uh, pirating or what or whatever you do. Anyway, Funimation is the one that currently has the rights to it. But Sword Art Online, uh, the main premise was very intriguing. A person like a it's beta testing and. 
the first few like 10,000 games uh, gets sold out and our main character gets one of them and he goes into the game and it's made by Nerve Gear, which basically taps into your nervous system and allows you to feel everything in the game which is a really, really, really cool concept. And then it locks, and then the game's creator locks everyone into the game so that they cannot leave. And if the and if they were to power off or if they were to leave the game or if they were to die in the game, they would die in real life, which is a really, really cool concept. And it was a really, really good show for the first three episodes. Now, the reason why I say for the first three episodes was because the first three episodes kind of felt like a melancholy. It felt like there was stakes. It felt like there was, it felt like it, you were going to get your heart torn out. And then it turned into a slice of life and a comedy and a romance and a harem. It wanted to be everything. It isn't that bad. It, 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 it was still okay. It was still enjoyable to watch. It was enjoyable to watch if you were be able to if you were able to shut your brain off. I was not. And af- and because I was not, I was not able to enjoy it. As about like over half of the anime community. Now, here's the thing. That would be great and all. That would be great and all. That would make for an above average show, which technically, technically for its score, if this score was not affected by the mal curve, this score would technically grant it as being above average. But since the mal curve exists, we don't know. And because well, the mal curve pretty much puts everything, the average for a mal curve is like a six eight to seven. That's the average for a mal curve. So it's a seven point three. Which means, which means it's above average. Which means it's barely above average. But it's above average. Look, just because... You're missing a critical point here, too. It is also the third-ranked show in all of anime in popularity. And it's ranked 2,255. Shh. Look, just because just because you might be a half an inch above a micro penis does not mean that you are not a micro penis. For the record, I feel like you're half an inch above a micro penis. You're pretty happy because I think half an inch at that point means a lot. A micro penis technically is three inches. Half an inch above oh, a micro penis is three point five. The um, I don't want to know why you know this information off the top of your head. Reasons. So. Just, uh, I, I feel like this would be entertaining, and I'm going to hurt myself and help you build your case against me. Okay. Every show you list that I've seen, I'm going to give my Mal ranking on it. Okay. And we've been over this before, so it's good to start off with Sword Art Online. Deep breath. So as I've said before, and I will not falter away from this, because this is my opinion, and my opinion is what it is for me, and I believe it to still be true, even though a lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a lot of a uh, lot of uh, build up to this because I really don't want to say it. But I already know. But I've already said it. 
So short art for me is um, 10 out of 10. And it builds my case because a lot of the people who love the Sword Art Online franchise, including not just you, but one of my friends named Rose, they really love the show because it seems so good. It seems so fun. It's The concept is so cool. And I will admit, the world is crazy amazing. Like, it's, it's, it's so fun to get lost in. But that's all the viewers who love this show do. They get lost in the world. They get lost in what the world gives. And I will admit, I will give you this. I have not seen Alcization. I do not know if it gets better. But until I see Alcization, my opinion will not change because Gun Gale Online was not good to me. And the second season, kind of shit. Also, can we all just agree that the second arc of the first season, ugh, when that was bad, it was very, was very bad, bad and I it started the whole, it started the whole uh, sort of online, sort of online tradition of having at least one sexual assault scene per season. How many? How many are we up to in Alcization? One, two. One and a half. You don't just get... Okay, so just... (laughs) I don't think that's the way sexual assault works. (laughs) 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 It's it's not in any way the way that sexual assault works, but okay. (laughs) One bad one. One bad... Okay, because there's good sexual assault. Anyway, we gotta move on because we got time. We've got we gotta beat the time. Anyway, so the second anime that we're gonna be talking about is not just an anime that Brady likes amazingly. And it's probably and out of all the anime that we are going to talk about today, we are going this is the one that this is the one that I well one of the two that I personally enjoy. Now, this oh, thank God. this show came out in came out actually early this year, spring 2020, and I was personally very very hyped for it. The reason I was very very hyped for it was because I read the manga. I, well, I read the manhwa. I have webtoon. I have gotten up to season 3 in this webtoon and it is fire. It is amazing. But here's the thing. This is not the fault of the maker, because the maker is such a great person. This is the fault of the studio, because the studio didn't know, didn't think about how to, how to, uh, let's put it this way, how to adapt the show. Because the first season is technically an introduction. It is not an actual season. And I, personally, am a little bit offended by it, but... The show that we are talking about now is called Tower of God. Now, Tower of God has a great premise. It has the kind of like hunter, hunter, hunter feel with the like really adventurous style, and also a lot of like hinted at uh, Fujoshi, because you know, Kuhn, Every time Kuhn wants wants to do so, like every time Kuhn says something against something, if Bam says, I think we should do it. Coon's like, there's only one reason I'm doing this. So, there's that. But, that's 
that's neither here nor there. Enough with my Tumblr talk. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, Tower of God is honestly a really interesting show. And I think it, it is actually one of my favorite webtoons. But the thing is, the reason why people love to hate on this show Hate on the show, not the webtoon, because the webtoon, again, is fire. Uh, The show in and of itself is technically an introduction, and instead of spacing out and fleshing out all of the characters like the webtoon did, the the adaptation of the show was basically, hey, here's this whole show, Here's here's this whole first season, because in the webtoon, it's listed as one season. Here's this whole first season. We're going to put this all in 12 episodes. Well, 13 episodes, excuse me. Now, here's the thing. In my mouth, it was an eight, mainly because I know how good the first season was, even though it was all introduction, and even though it was just it was just introducing characters, I know what it was setting up to. I know what everything was going on, and I love the show. It's kind of hard to separate the source material from the anime for me because they're so... Because not only is it just... Not only is it setting up for something that's amazing, it is also setting up. This is one of the first manhwa that was able to be adapted into an anime. And that is just, that hyped me up so much. But, what are your thoughts on this? So, I really enjoyed the show. I've never read the, what's the term I'm looking for? Because it's not, okay, I I can use that, Webtoon. So, I never read the Webtoon. I actually didn't initially want to watch the show, mainly because it was kind of the Crunchyroll original but I heard so much uh, conversation about it that I ended up, all right, I watched the first episode. I'm like, all right, not terrible. I watched the second episode. And then I kind of finished. I, I, I ended up doing it um, weekly by weekly or week by week. And I really enjoyed it. It has its pacing issues. But like you said, it's because it's the, uh, it's the way it's adapted. Yep. I think it was something like this first season was supposed to have, what, 175 chapters? It was... Of the webtoon or something like that? The first season and is... Episodes. The first season is 74, uh, 74 oh, chapters. Okay. And it's So it was 74, 13... I got the 100 out of somewhere else. Well, the second season is like, yeah... I think it might be 150 in the third season currently, but I'm not sure. Uh, but... So to put that in context for people, 75, 75 chapters in one thirteen episode uh, season is really packing it in, yeah. which makes sense for a little bit of a lack of character development on some things, um, a couple pacing issues here and there, um, and it, it makes some of the challenges a little bit uh, kind of boring because yeah. of that. Now, I will say... Uh, I did rate it, so because we're doing this whole ranking thing, I did rate it 8 out of 10, so I really enjoyed it. It's a solid show. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing the rest of it and seeing it move forward. And it's really, like you said, it's opened the door for a lot of these other things, a lot of these other shows, um, one of which being, what is it, High School of God right now, or God of High School, that's uh, on Crunchyroll, same thing. So it's definitely bringing new light into this. I've community. also read God of High School, and God of High School is just 
hype as fuck for Hype as fuck to me. Like, not only just because the webtoon is good, but also because MAPPA is doing a fucking great job with the animation. But that's that's uh, that's neither here nor there. Also, a lot of the Twitter, like, fucking... A lot of the Twitterverse uh, who talk about Tower... Who talk about God of High School and Tower of God, they're just like, I don't really like the way that this is doing, even though they... Even though they're probably the same people that think that... That think My Hero Academia is the best show in the world... Even though they haven't seen my, even though they haven't seen Full Metal Alchemist or any of the shows that are actually rated as the top, but I digress. Now the third episode, the third show that we're going to be talking about is, of course, the show with one of the with one of the most jarring opening scenes that I've ever seen. Jarring first episodes that I've ever seen. It is, of course, the 2018 controversial show, Goblin Slayer. Now, the controversial scene of Goblin Slayer is that, one, goblins are much more fierce than people think them out to be. And, which they should, which be. They should be, yes. Uh, people go into, go- people go into uh, caves to fight goblins, and while they go into the, while, while they go into these caves, they're just like, okay, let's fight. And then then in this party that goes into this cave to get money and and get ranking, these these adventurers get uh get fucking murked. <laughs> and for the record, these adventurers, they're kids. They're because they're fighting goblins, they're the base level uh they're the base level adventure adventurers. Well, Let's, so they're the ones that get the very, very easy jobs. Let's not... So they think, oh, goblins, it's let's easy. Let's not say that they are kids. Because what happens next well, kind of gets fucking dark. Because... They kind of are kids, they, so I yeah, mean, yeah, are, I agree, it's dark. But, uh... They're teenagers. Yeah, yeah, they're, 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 they're of slightly legal age. Um... <laughs> mm-hmm. Because what ends up happening is the men get killed. Actually, everyone in in that party gets killed. Well, no. The the men in that party get killed and the women get raped and pillaged. And yeah. it, it it shows the woman getting and undressed turn. and then getting it's it's dark. It's very, very dark. It it's a very aggressive way to start a series yeah and and it sets the tone of what it is it doesn't follow through also puts such a it puts such a sour taste in so many people's mouths that it turned them off either yeah it it went too far so here's the thing about goblin slayer though like i said during this show they have this really really they have this really, really gritty, dark start of the show, but then through the show, it doesn't follow through because not, because you'd think with an opening scene like that, it will start to it will continue to be dark and gritty. And of course, there are times where it's really, really dark and gritty, but there are also really, really high points. And of course, that comes with anime. You want to have that comic relief, but you don't want the whole tone of the show to rise with that comic relief. You don't want the whole show to be 
happy-go-lucky for two to three episodes and then go dark again and then go up and down and like a like a very very mediocre roller coaster it it just it just doesn't feel like it's a it doesn't feel like it knows what it wants to be because there are times where the main character also the main character is a bland bitch protagonist literally you know you know nothing about the dude except for he likes hey, fighting goblins hey, you know his entire his entire you know all of his motivations you know what he cares about you know what he fights for you know that he is willing to give up any self-respect and anything he ever owns to fight goblins to try to protect the ones he loves to fight goblins no he gen- well no he genuinely tries to protect the ones he loves because of um childhood issues with goblins and that's why he's so against them and later in the season he does a great job at rallying people together to help in his cause and bring attention to, oh damn, goblins are goblins aren't these slouches we thought they were. And in that respect, he did a fantastic job. <sighs> I think you're giving him too much credit, because like the dude is known as the dude who fights goblins. No, he's known as Goblin Slayer. He's known as the dude who fights goblins. The show is called Goblin Slayer. That's not what the mail says. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, my ranking of the show. Now, this show is... This show you can really only truly, truly enjoy if you can shut your brain off and watch the show for mindless action and funny scenes. Which is almost any show. I will say that I somewhat enjoyed it. I gave it a six, and I'm not the type of... And I, you know that I don't like uh, contributing to the mal curve, so a six is decent praise to praise for me. It's above average. I did like it, but you also have to understand this show critically is kind of shitty. Kinda. Now that is to say that it's not as shitty as Sword on One, especially the first season, but. It still falls to that level. Now, on to our fourth show. Our f- for, for the record, Kat, it, it, it's an eight on mine. Well, I'm not surprised. Next show. Why am I not surprised? Um, now, the next show we're going to be talking about is the show with a controversial premise. We're not just going to be talking about one show during this. We're going to be talking about two. Now, these two technically have the same kind of premise, but they go about it in two separate ways. Of course, they are both somewhat comedies, but they're also rom-coms with an odd twist. Uh, So the first show that we are going to be talking about is simply, is the short name is called Ore Emo. The long name is Ore no Emoto ga Konani Konai Kawaii Wake ga nai. Nai. I, I'm bad at Japanese. But this show is known as Ore Emo here in the States. Now, if you know the show, you know the controversial themes in the show. This show is about a little sister and her older brother, the little sister 
who loves playing arrow games, which are... Now, hold on. Just, I'm just going to say this. You said the Japanese uh, name of the show. Uh-huh. For all you English speakers out there, yes, it's Oriimo. Or, in real English, it's My Little Sister Can't Be This Cute. I was going to leave that out because that kind of spoils the pot. Spoils. Eh. They know what it is. They accept it. Well, as you can tell from the title, um, the show is basically about a... Well, eh, it's kind of different than the, uh, than the next show that we're going to be talking about. But the first... The show in this, the main character... His little sister loves playing arrow games, which are basically erotic dating sims. Basically. Ooh la la. Sometimes you gotta get your 2D waifus in compromising positions on your computer. I mean, yeah. Don't agree with me. Gross. Really? You're gonna call me gross? (laughs) We're not gonna talk about my opinion on this show. Oh, we're definitely going to talk about your opinion on the show. This is to shame you. Uh, Nope. 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 I'm good. Continue. Ignore me. I'm not here. (laughs) I wish I was. Uh, Anyway, Ori Emo. It's a good thing we don't have webcams. (laughs) I'm just going to say that. Um, So, Ori Emo is about a is about a main character, uh, and the older brother in this situation, who had trying to help his younger sister like win at an arrow game. Now, there is a little bit of melodrama in this series. Uh, I don't think it's well I don't think it's really warranted because it's meant to be a really weird comedy. And it kind of has that really weird like romantic kind of thing going on near the end of the se- nearer to the end of the season which I'm not really okay with because of course it's between the older brother and the younger sister and the thing is I mm, the whole thing is just kind of not really fun when when you think about it like I mean, it's it's funny sometimes. You get some good memes out of it, but that does not detract from the main premise of the show. You can watch it for memes. You can watch the meme episodes. But what I would not suggest doing is watching the last few episodes because, yeah, they might try and teach you something, but that something might be, it's okay to fuck your sister. Hey, no, they broke it off and only kissed once, twice. Oh, because... Sharing, sharing saliva with your with your sister and or brother. It wasn't that kind of kiss. It wasn't that kind of kiss. It was just kind of like a, and that was it. That's a normal brother sister thing. They they the little maybe not. I don't have a sister, so I do not do this. Just for the record. <laughs> the I just realized what you... I said, and I had to make that clear. Okay, the fact that you were trying to defend this show kind of shows your trash taste. You'll see in a minute why. Uh, or I guess you'll hear. Okay. Anyway, or an emo. It's kind of eh. But yeah, like 
the the thing that kind of makes me a little bit eh about it is like there are so many other choices in the show, but the main character has to go with his sister, and I'm not okay with that. And so are many many others because this show, it may be a 170 in popularity, but is it? But it is a 2920 in the ranked category of the show. Now, here's the thing. Its score is a 7.15, which is technically above average. But again, being a half an inch above a micro penis still doesn't mean you'd be able to please a woman. Stop using that reference. God damn. That, that, that disturbs me. Good. I hate this episode. I hate everything I'm doing. I hate I have to listen back to this. <laughs> the next show that we're going to be talking about in the series. Hold on. Hold on. No, 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 no. no. We're not moving on yet. We're not moving on yet. I get okay. my time to talk. So, Ori Now, I... I hate that I have to defend myself before I ever start. <laughs> All right. When I first started watching the show, it was very early on in my, like, watching anime. So I was not yet exposed to all of the people and all of the communities saying different shows. All I did was I would go on YouTube, like, watch a bunch of, like, anime brain and kind of highlight videos and stuff like that and go oh that looks really cute and do that or i see a battle scene and i'm like ooh, that scene looks really cool i'm gonna watch that show and that's how i started watching anime as a uh as a uh young weeblet now this show the thing about this show is again i went into it not knowing what it was granted yes i knew what the title was but it was a cute little rom-com kind of kind of uh, yes, show. Rom-com. And it, it is, is a, a rom-com, rom-com where the main girl, the best, the quote-unquote target girl is his sister. Now, go on. So I want to disagree with you on that because in the end, yes, it is. When you watch it, there's very little chemistry, we'll call it, between the older brother and the younger but sister. The- very, very little. To where I just to where he is almost just kind of disgusted by her and she's blackmailing him and blah 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 blah. When you watch the show and you get to the middle of it, there's one character that I really, really love that actually starts dating the older brother. And that portion of the show is amazing and i really really enjoy it it actually was one of the first times i had watched a show to where i actually shipped characters and wanted two characters to get together again young weeblet blah 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 and it was really really enjoyable and then it got to the end and it actually hurt me it was why have you done this why and then and it almost went purposely cringe from that point on to where everyone knew it was cringe and it accepted that and it knew what it was and it didn't shy away from it. And for all of this, 
one, I didn't have any expectations going into it. I enjoyed the middle part of it. I enjoyed the fact that they just went balls to the wall. This is what we're doing. This is how we're going to do it. And you're going to watch it and you're going to enjoy it or you're not. And I respect that from just a show in general. I can't disagree when Kat says don't watch the last two episodes because the last two episodes hurt me dearly. But I would recommend just give the show a watch. It is another brainless show. It has some cute moments. It has some good comedy. It has some really good side characters. And with all of that, I kind of rated this show an 8 out of 10. Of course you did. Anyway! <laughs> so You're not uh, even going to say any of my comments are correct. Uh, well, seen the show? I, I will say this. I will say this. So... The reason why I the reason why I somewhat detest the show is because with the blackmail, you can somewhat see the main character kind of like eh, my sister is kind of cute. Like you could kind of see that little like turn of the uh turn of the of the mentality. And that that's not okay, especially with the blackmail. This show kind of turns from oh, hey, and I, I I do agree with you. Like, there is the whole thing with, I I really respect that with the show, where they just go balls to the wall with insanity. That's cool. That's great when a show does that. That's cool when a show uh, just goes ball, bullheaded into his ways and just fucking rams the door open. But here's the thing. When the door says, sister fucking on the door, on it, like, uh, mm, mm, uh, uh, no. No. No, no, no. And furthermore, no. Now, we move on. There was no penetration. Now we move on. Not that we know of. Anyway. No, there was none. (laughs) Now, the next show that we are going to be talking about, there possibly was. Anyway. (laughs) Oh. I think I know what you're talking about again. I don't like it. Oh yeah. So the next show that we're gonna be the, the, that we're gonna be talking about is called Arrow Manga Sensei. Of course it is. Of course you put these two together. <laughs> of course I did. I mean, like they're the two most known, and this one is a little bit worse. Um, well, actually, a lot a bit worse. Anyway. <laughs> Oh my god, oh my god, I'm so disappointed in myself. What the fuck have I done? (laughs) This show's a nine in my rank. Oh my god! I didn't know this. Oh! Oh? Fucking hell. Were you. Were you influenced by Gigguk? By what? Gigguk. Gigguk? Yes. What the hell is Gigguk? He's an anime YouTuber. He's one of the most famous YouTubers out in on the YouTubeverse right now. Um, uh, Considering first, I don't know who he is, probably not. <laughs> uh, well, then again, he's probably the best one uh, because the other famous one is Nuxtaku, and I'm not okay with him. Uh, so, yeah, just, I, oh. Now, on to the explanation of what Aramega Sensei is. So, you've heard the explanation for what you Ore Emo is. And yes, Ore Emo is a little bit weird, but here's the thing. Ore Emo has two seasons. Aramanga Sensei only has one. 
So you can you can take all of what me and Brady have said and space that over out over two seasons. But what I will say about this, this has no redeeming qualities. This is just trash. Because, because the synopsis of the show, and I'm not going to read this for Mal because that's a lot to read and I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do it my way because it's funny as hell. The show has a main character that remembers his that remembers his half sister. His half sister is cute and he thinks she's cute, which is cool if it's in a platonic way. But it's not. Here's the thing. Well, technically the stepsister, but that still doesn't matter because they weren't boning before. We could talk about domestic girlfriend another day. That's a whole different can of worms. But Aramanga Sensei, the main character, loves his sister in a romantic way. And while he tries to get with his sister, he develops a harem. Of other little sisters. Of other little sisters. Those that technically really aren't his, uh, his little sister, but one that Why is. So highly. I don't know, man. I, I don't know either. Man, it, it sounds I'm like you need to go to therapy. Own, I'm concerned for my own well-being now. Uh, I, I, mm. I'm still going to defend the show. Oh, oh yeah, I know. That's that's why that's why it's fun. <laughs> but here's the thing: this show has none of the redeeming qualities of Ori Emo. Okay, Ori Emo is better than this show. I will say that, I will admit that, I will admit it, but they both end up having the same ending. But this one does it even worse. This one, instead of waiting until the end where it's like, oh, we're going to be bad in the last two episodes, this is just bad throughout the show. Because in the first episode, it shows, it sets the precedent that the main character loves his sister. Throughout the show, the main character loves his sister, no matter what the other girls say, especially with dicks. All girls my age love them. Mind you, these characters are 14. Uh. I'm going to fact check you on this. For the record, the main, I guess, main girl in this is not 14. How old do you think she is? Younger. 10. You just proved my point! <laughs> what the fuck? It doesn't even give a... Uh, it doesn't even... Hold on, does it give a... It doesn't even give an age on the other ones. Yeah, because the main character's like 14. The other girls are... So, the other girls are in his grade. No, they're in a grade below him. No, they're middle school. He's 16. Wow, there's a six-year difference between them? What the fuck? <sighs> I'm actually starting to be a little bit disappointed in myself. Why is this as nine? Why is it nine? go back and rewatch this. <laughs> we can rewatch it together. <laughs> no, you might die. Oh, I might die? <laughs> because I so, keep on making fun of you. <laughs> um, <sighs> anyway... So, before you start trying to defend this show, and I know that you're going to try your best to do it, but I'm going to do my best to make sure that you have no redemptions from this show. So, this show I have seen and I have actually watched recently so that 
be in preparation for this episode because I knew, I knew that you would rate this show highly and I knew that I was going to trash it. So, let's talk about this show as a comedy. This show does have some pretty good comedy in it. I will admit that. But that comedy also comes with very with a lot of cringe. And the thing is, this show tries to be very, very, like, it tries to be a little bit aware about what it's doing. But we all know. We all know. Like, it's, like, it tries to be comedic. It tries to be like, oh, is he gonna go, is he gonna go with his sister? Well, here's the thing. He does. He does. There's, there's, like, no, like, there's no question. He does. We all know. We knew from the beginning he was going with his sister. Like, it's not like, and here's the thing. Here's another anime that I'm going to reference. Nisekoi. It's not like Nisekoi where the main character is dumb. And mind you, this main character is dumb as shit. But it's not like where, it's not like Nisekoi where the main character is dumb and is just probably going to go with the one who actually fits that key thing who actually has the locket where his key fits, which is not an innuendo for sex, mind you. I knew you were going to say that. Uh, well, I mean, of course. But here's the thing. This show, this show shows that the main character is trying to fuck his sister. He is... No, no. He is not actively trying to fuck his sister. Oh, because I don't know. He is trying to get her to come out of her shell, to be friends with more people, to get her out of her room, to be a social person that can work and live in the actual society that they have around them. Oh, I also forgot to mention that she's a 10-year-old who, uh, who, makes, who makes hentai manga. Or arrow manga. If you will, and she's really good at it. Everyone has their uh... yes. Uh, actually, actually, I have a personal. I have a personal uh, story. Story that kind of relates to this. Uh, I was not trying to fuck my sister. In fact, I don't have a sister. I have a friend who has a sister, and she, she, no, no, that would have been very, very weird, and I would have, I would have ceased to been friends with him. I would have never mentioned him ever ever again in my life. But he is actually a really cool dude. But her, his sister in her free time made a lot of erotic stuff. Like she made a lot of erotic comics. Her her, her mother was not exactly okay with it, but the thing is her mother ended up meeting my mother and she ended up going to her house and then my mother met her daughter. All three of them ended up talking, and her mother was trying to bash her own daughter by saying, like, this little hellion kind of makes hentai manga, makes, like, porn ma- porn comics. And then my mom was like, yo, she gonna get at it? And then the mother was like, are you seriously asking that? And, was, and then she was like, well, show me. And then she showed her, and she was like, she can make some money off of this. And she ended up making money off of it. That's the story. But anyway, uh, back to... <laughs> I'm in the abyss. I'm still trying to figure out how to defend the show. <laughs> but other, But unlike that, she does... But 
a lot like this show, the the main girl does make money by making this erotic manga. Oh, I also forgot to mention that the main character is a writer. Match made in heaven, right? Match made in the womb. They are not blood related. It doesn't mean anything when they grew up in the same house. But she was always in her room and never came out. So it's like they never knew each other. Are you fucking serious? I'm doing my best here. <laughs> You're trying your best. You're trying your best. But the but the mores and the morals of the United States of America and nay, all countries in the world currently say don't fuck your sister. This show subverts that. The show has a 6.57. Not because it is a good show. No, because it is a comedic show with a very, very, very weird ending. And mind you, the manga, the manga, the manga. Now, the anime, he is not actually trying to fuck his sister. Well, not that we know of. But in the manga. But in the manga. But in the manga. Closer to the end of the manga, there are scenes where the brother and the sister are not necessarily fucking, but they are on their way there. I didn't know this. I did my research. I don't know why. Because this is one show. Oh, right. So, the nice thing about this show... God, that hurts. (laughs) The nice thing about this show... Some things you didn't uh, necessarily add into the show that does that does make it um, it kind of put a target on it from the very beginning as soon as it was even announced. So this show is created by the same author and same well author and writer the same thing. It's created by the same person that made Oriemo, and it's actually a show that takes place within the same universe of Oriemo. So when you watch that first show. And then you watch this, the world building is the same. And they do a very good job at keeping everything very um, fluid and very uh, intertwined. They do such a good job, in fact, that the main characters of Oriemo cameo in the show and interact with the new characters. In terms of a world building, in terms of a character development, and kind of a how everything gets gets put together and the inspirations that happened, and the self-development, and the outgoingness of some of the characters that they didn't necessarily have, or the friendships that are made that were never there and could never have happened before, it does its best with what it is. You can't defend this show. It's a very lackluster ending. I, 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 I tried. I don't know why. Not only does the ending, not only does the ending set up the precedent of the two getting ready, the show goes on to say, the manga goes on to say, the two, fuck, but they banged, but they have. I have never seen the manga. I have never read the manga. I only know the anime, so I can only talk about what I have seen in the show. And what I've seen in the show is some growing up in a household where you have a bunch of people that are all (laughs) maturing at the same time. 
and don't have the proper parental guidance to know where to go. <laughs> You're so bad at this. <laughs> okay, anyway. Now, just to, just to get this out of the way since we did this, since I did this uh, a little bit before, the popularity on this show is a two- is a 232. The ranking on this show is a 5,424. And also... We don't care about rankings here. We care about popularity. No, we don't. You might care, about, care popularity. about popularity. You care about popularity because it makes your taste look better. Uh, exactly. <laughs> your taste is not redeemable, I'm sorry to say. Um, I don't know why this is a 9. <laughs> I'm going to on that. I don't know either. That, that's why I couldn't... That's why when you said it and I typed it in and I looked at it, 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 I couldn't contain myself. Uh, <laughs> but it, the score is a, the median score of all of Mal is a 6.57. It's bad. It's, it's bad. It's, 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 it's the low average regarding the Mal curve. Yep. The next show that we're going to be talking about is surprisingly worse. Wait, what? Exactly. Okay, so the next show. Now, I'm not sure if you've watched this yet or not, but I know that one of our that one of our friends has. Now, this show is kind of meh. Well, it's this, worse than this. It's worse than Oriemo. It has to be meh. Yeah. Or uh, manga. Yeah. But it's it's not a sister fucking show. Oh, then it's immediately better. Eh, not exactly. So, now, if you followed a lot of anime up to this point, you, that's, then you... If you followed a lot of anime up to since probably, like, uh, 2017, then you probably already know what I'm about to say. Of course... Sword Art Online started the whole isekai boom in twenty in around twenty twelve, and a lot of manga was made in between twenty twelve oh. and uh and basically now, uh and a lot of that became an anime. Now because of this, because the isekai genre was so amazing at the time, a lot of people thought that it was going to be a great show. But here's the thing, though. The show just began becoming the same show over and 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 over again. And they are now what we call cookie-cutter isekais. Now, there's a lot of these shows like The Blesser of Einhorn, the... Master of Ragnarok and the Blesser of Einhar. Uh, you also have In Another World with My Smartphone. Several other shows like that that are just the same show over and over and over again. This show is slightly better than those. But I only say so for slightly. For the record, in a, in a World with the iPhone actually was kind of decent. <laughs> to who? Me. Exactly. Now, <laughs> here's the thing, though. This show is beloved by one of our dear friends. And this show is named Ari Ferretta from Commonplace 
the world's strongest. Now, this show is not only a cookie-cutter isekai, it is also a cookie-cutter shonen, which can, for someone who does not know a lot about anime, who has never seen a lot, who hasn't seen a lot of anime, who is just being a weeblet, huh? You're a piece of shit. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, (laughs) this show, this show is, this show would be a great starter anime, and I'm not saying that ironically. This show would give a person, this show would give a person the precedent about what an isekai is and what, and, and what a shonen is. It gives them a median, it gives them a median area for what the show is, and if you have a friend that is looking to get into anime but doesn't know where to start, give them this show. It will give them an idea of what a lot of shonen is and what a, and what a lot of isekais are. I'd say that this is probably not the best show to show to tell them what shonen is because there are several better shonens. But isekais, meh. Except for that time I got reincarnated as a slum. In fact, eh, actually, yeah, that's a lot better. Sh- there's a lot better shonen. There's a lot better. Uh, there's a lot better uh, isekais than this. Yeah, you probably. Yeah, don't bother with the show. Don't don't show it Hold to your friends. <laughs> this is a good show, and it has a second season coming. That doesn't say much. It's more than some really good shows. Yeah. Some really good shows don't have second seasons. Yeah, but some really bad shows do. And this is just a good show that has a second season. No, it's not. This is this is a mediocre show at best, and the score proves it. The score. Yeah, look at the score. It's top five hundred in popularity. It's ranked five thousand seven hundred eighty-three. Again, I go by popularity. I mean, here's the thing: Baku no Piku is very popular. Mm, what's that? Baku no Piku. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, so here's the thing. Ari Ferretta is, it is, honestly, it is mainly just a, uh, it's a show that you can turn your brain off and watch. It is. But that's all it is. Now, it is not, I will say that it, that it is, that it does deserve the score in comparison to other shonen, but it does not deserve the score in comparison to Aromanga Sensei. I will say that some of the that some of the show's merits do happen to be with a little bit of character development. There is actual character development in the show, but it is very minuscule. I will also say that it does have a little bit more of mature themes in the show but it is very minuscule there are a lot of there are a lot of good things okay. in this show can i can i can i do something real quick what would that be so first of all i know way too much about Pocono pico now that i wish i didn't one there's three of them oh yeah didn't know that didn't need to know that don't want to know any more about them but in my Positive defense. You said Boku no Pico was po- uh, popular, and it is not. It is uh, 
it is less it is one thousand one thousand one hundred and like one. Just because it is not popular So bad. Oh oh yeah. No no it's 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 renownedly bad. See? It is known so for being popularity bad. popularity does the correct things. And rank shows accordingly. Therefore, I'm right to say that popularity is okay. I want you to ask anybody what Bakunon Piku is. I want you to ask somebody who you do not know what Bakunon Piku is. If they know what Bakunon Piku is, but they don't know a lot about anime, that probably means it's popular. This show may be more popular. that means it's known. And it's memed, not popular. Okay, whatever. You made your point. You made your point. You made your Victory! point. You you've got you've got a point. You got a point. Okay. I'll leave that alone. This is the proudest moment of my life. Yeah, yeah. It'll get worse. UA is a great girl. This show has a badass main character that literally got fucked over and then did everything he could to survive. Granted, yes, he had a little bit of luck, but he pretty much just kind of said, nah, fuck all y'all. I'm just going to become the best, strongest person, and none of you can do anything about it. And if you want to, just fucking don't, because I will kill you. I don't care who you are. It is an edgelord show that tries to be a harem, even though it's not, because only the main character only has interest in one girl, and it is very known that she is the only one. That will never change. So, therefore, if it's a harem show, it's a shit harem show. This is a solid, just action. If you want to watch a show of a underdog, power-hungry fantasy, I'm not helping myself by saying no, that. No, you're not. It is a fun show to watch. And it's interesting. And it has some really good comedic sides to it. Uh, now, if you are a fan of... No, it has really good comedic sides That's to debatable. it. That's debatable. And if you're if you're turned off by CGI, <laughs> then this show's probably going to turn you off. No, 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 no. You you CGI. have brought up the CGI, and I must talk about it. Now, I, I was I was going to save the CGI for later, but since you have already brought it up, let me talk about it. So the CGI, the CGI is very. Very bad. Now, here's the thing. There's a lot of good CGI out here. Now, one of the things about CGI is that it is very, very hard to animate. But here's the thing. This show came out in summer 2019. And if you know about the show Land of the Lustrous, Land of the Lustrous is beautiful. It is a full CGI show that looks amazing. Everything moves just fluidly, and everything is so great. You can see the expressions on all the characters' faces. All Everything about the show is just beautiful. The show is just... It's a masterpiece, and it shows in my ranking, because, because Land of the Lustrous is a 10 in my ranking. Not only that, but the manga is amazing, and yes... Yes, it does not have a second season, but it needs it. It so desperately needs it. This show, on the other hand, mind you, now, Land of the Lustrous came out... Land of the Lustrous is less popular. 
Fuck off. <laughs> Land of the Lustrous is less popular, but is much better. Because what's the score on it? I only look at popularity. And that's why your taste is trash. Now, here's the thing. 8.4. Exactly. Ranked 133. Ranked 133. I have to get my punches in when I can. Dude, you punch like a baby. I'm I'm throwing Mike, I'm throwing an angry Mike Tyson in the ring and you're throwing in a baby. Okay? This is not a oh. like this is this is basically fucking you are throwing in a fucking uh fucking Pika, right? Yeah, you're throwing in a fucking Pika. I've got a Hitmon Lee. If I just frustrate you a little bit at this point, I'm counting it as a win. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Like I said, Land of the Lustrous is seen as the best is seen as the best that CGI has ever been in anime. But also, Land of the Lustrous came out in 2018. Ari Ferretta, with all of its very, 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 very bad CGI, came out in summer 2019. Now, Ari Ferretta is, of course, just a terrible, terrible, terrible CGI. Just, just full of it. Just chock full of it. Like, all of the battles have CGI in them. All of them. But... Still pretty good battles, though. Yeah, if you can kind of, like, somehow block out all of the CGI. Which I'm not able to, because just I have eyes. Just head to the left and cough. What? <laughs> Nothing. Moving on. What's your next show? By the way, this is an 8 out of 10 for me. I really enjoyed this show, and I loved it when I was watching it. Yep. What else you got? Okay, next show is the show that you will never, ever, ever be able to defend, especially against me. Nope. <laughs> I take the L. <laughs> I take the L. I forfeit. I'm going to say this now before you start, that I personally have this show ranked as a 9, and because I don't ever go back and change them, it will stay as a 9. As a brainless watcher of this show, I will um, say that I enjoyed it. And its popularity is 95. Yep. And it's ranked 514. Yep. Now... And that's all I got. I'm done. Now, let's get into the nitty-gritty of this debate. Of Well, it's not even a debate. This is just an explanation at this point. So, the reason why this show is controversial is because a lot of people actually had your point of view. A lot of people loved the show. I was actually one of them. I but I also we actually also have a friend named Anne Miles to go, which I will do a shameless plug in a little bit. But but this this show this show this show at first glance it is amazing. It is it is fucking fantastic. It's there's so many good characters in it. And there's and it's just so fun to watch. Like the char- like there's a character in the show named Melty. Mm, is it Mel- no, named Malty. 
who is who has who has a lot of fans genuinely hating her guts. We all hate her guts. I hate her guts. But here's the thing. After a lot of people kind of t- took a step back and thought about what they just watched, they realized that this is kind of fucked up. The show that I'm talking about is, of course... Don't say the show yet. Don't say the show yet. Okay. This show has a lot, a lot of, uh, of questionable themes in it. One of the main themes in it is slavery. Now, one of the things about slavery is, especially in the United States, is that it was a very, very fucked up thing. It was a very fucked up thing. It wasn't that slave owners had thousands of slaves. No, they had, they normally had about five to six slaves per person. But the thing is, they would treat these slaves like horrible, horrible things. They would treat them worse than their animals. But the thing is, this show seems to glorify slavery. This show one of the main characters, who is a slave to the main character, becomes free after a while. But the main character develops a bond with this character as as a slave. But as soon as she is let go, he just loses it. He goes insane. He loses his mind over this. He loses everything. Here's the thing, though. The person comes back because she loves the main character. She loves him. But here's the thing. She also goes back to be a slave, which is really fucked up. Because it kind of says, oh, slaves have great lives. When in reality, they don't. Now, I, now you can kind of shut your brain off and say, oh, well, that's a different world. But yes, but, and, and yes, you can, you can say that. And yes, it is somewhat valid. But you also have to understand the main character is the outlier. In this situation. He is the outlier in this. He is the person that bought a slave. And decided that he was going to take care of that slave. Like a person. Like the person that she is. Instead of like property. Which is very, very telling. Of why this show tries to glorify slavery. Now, the thing is, that's not the only slave that he gets. He also gets a little girl. Well, she's a little bit more than a little girl, but we can talk about that a little bit later. She also gets a little girl. And she is born with a slave crest. She, of course, grows quicker, quicker than normal, quicker than a normal person. But she is also a slave. And she loves her master. She cherishes her master. She yearns for her master. It's a little bit, yeah. 
but you know, whatever. And the thing is, one of one of, and it 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 kind of gets a little bit eh there, here and there. But the thing is, we go on to the the seasons that are coming up because, of course, there were not only there was not just one season, one an, one new season announced for this show. There were two. They were supposed to come out at during summer and fall of of this year, but you know, COVID. Uh, we don't know when the when those seasons are coming out, but in 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 the next few seasons, there are there are more slaves that come on that go under his wing, and they are all women, and it gets really 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 dark. Well, it doesn't technically for the when you're not really using your brain to watch the show, but it still tries to glorify slavery, not just normal slavery though. Now we have a harem and slavery. Now it becomes a love triangle. Basically, well, not even a love triangle, a love a fucking love pentagon. With the main character and his slaves. Now, of course, the show that I'm talking about is called The Rising of the Shield Hero. This show is controversial for obvious reasons. Now, this show, of course, there are a lot of people that can shut their brain off and watch the show. I am sometimes one of them. I do enjoy watching the show when I need to have a break. When I need to have a break from thinking about anything. Anything and everything. Just give me the show and I will have a great time with it. But, in, but as soon as I become rejuvenated, as soon as my brain starts working again, as soon as I start thinking about what I'm watching again, of course, it becomes another fight between my morals. Another thought of this show is trying to glorify what thousands of years of pain and suffering from several of my ancestors. It tries to glorify that. Does this mean that I does this mean that I am a proponent of slavery? Absolutely not. I am not saying that. I'm not saying that at all. If you like this show, okay, but you have to understand. The show does glorify slavery. Keep that in mind. I'm not saying that to bash your taste, I'm not saying, well, I am saying that to bash your taste, because it is a show, this this whole episode is to bash your taste, Brady, but, yeah. <laughs> but, if you, if you do like this show, keep in mind, and I hope that you keep in mind that, uh, this, this fact, that you need to do your part to make sure that equity and equality are are achieved or are trying to be achieved in your in your state country wherever you live 
there needs to be equity and equality. If you watch the show, and even if you don't watch the show, it would be it would be of great importance to do it. Read up on read up on white fragility. Read up on uh, read up on the struggles of the black man in in your state, country, wherever you live. Be anti-racist, even if you don't watch the show. But especially if you watch the show, because of the themes in this show. But keep in mind, Brady, that this is one of the only shows that we have talked about today. This is one of the only, this is the only show that we've talked about today that has a score above an eight. This show has an 8.01. Its popularity is, of course, a 95, and the ranking is a 514, meaning a lot of people did not think when they were watching the show. That's great, that's great, but it also means a lot of weaves are wrong. Now, on to my shameless plug. I will say that Sword Online, compared to a lot of actually bad shows, is great. Especially when compared to a show that I'm watching for, what do you say, anime's anime watch club. Hand Chickers. This show. This fucking show. Dear God, this fucking show. This show is not only, not only does it not meet your record, not only does it not meet your, uh, meet your popularity ranking, it definitely doesn't meet my actual ranking because the popularity ranking is a 1,500, but it is a it is ranked 9,553. And a lot of hentai tend to be at around a uh, four point something to a six point or a seven point something. Normally, they don't really go out of that range. But what this means is this show is inside of that range. And mind you, Mind you, I've only watched the first episode at this point, but tell, but I will tell you firsthand, I have never been tilted as much as I have during watching this show. Well, except for one time. Hi, Wolf. Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you. I'm real close to letting you fuck up the ending. Like, I'm real close. I'm real close. Anyway. If you, if you enjoyed this episode, because I know I did, except for that last fucking part. Are you okay? You sound like you're no, dying. I have to leave it in. I have to leave it in because you were starting. But anyway, if you, if you guys... Enjoy you might want to start over. Ugh. Unless unless you want me to put, put that whole a, thing just in. Just put it in. Leave it in. Why not? I'm putting yep. everything in? Fuck. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but if you guys enjoyed this episode, please do us a favor. Leave us, and leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. And if you really... And if you have something that you would like one of us to research and talk about on the podcast then just send us a request on our on our email that is and our email is let me explain anime pod con uh, let me explain anime pod excuse me 
That is letmeexplainanimepod at gmail.com. Or you can send us a... Or you can at us at Twitter at... That's a lot of ats. Yes, that's a lot of ats. It's a lot of ats. It's a lot of asses. Um, a lot of ats? A lot of ats, a lot of ass, a lot of nats. Ass, 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 ass. Hey! Twitter! <laughs> anyway, so... So, you can at us at Explain Podcast. That is Explain Podcast. Like, literally, just Explain Podcast. You'll see our logo up there. That's who we are. Just send us an ad up there, and then we'll get back to you as soon as we get there. As soon as we can. And most likely, we'll probably take your submission, unless it's about hentai. Because that would probably be something on a different podcast. But, yeah. And, as always... We hope you all enjoyed. I've been Brady. This has been my wonderful, wonderful co-host and the star of this show. It's Wolf Zodiac, goddammit. <laughs> Welcome to the war between Pat and Brady. Bye-bye! A lot of your tastes have been great. I will not say good. I refuse to say good.